Good morning, good morning, good morning. Could you all get on your feet this morning in God's house? Who's excited to be in the presence of God this morning? I know I am excited. Thank you if you're joining us online this morning. We wanna welcome you. God is in the house. He's been in the house all week and he never leaves and we just come and we invite him more and more and more and more of his spirit. And I'm so anticipating something awesome from him today. I don't know where your spirit is at this morning, but let me tell you, he's ready to meet us exactly where we are and to take us to, do, to new levels. And we're gonna push each other today in that, amen. I want you to get your spirit ready. Can we lift our hands up to Jesus right now and just get in a position of surrender? I believe when we, when we raise our hands, we surrender to God, we're already breaking down those walls. So if there's any walls that you're holding on to right now, we're just gonna lift our hands and we're just gonna already begin to let those things go. Just lift up your praise right now in your own voice. It says in Psalm 117, for he has conquered us with his great love and his kindness has melted our hearts. His faithfulness lasts forever and he will never fail you. So go ahead, let it all out. Praise Yahweh. And that's what we're gonna do this morning. We're gonna let it all out. We're gonna let it all out to him this morning because he is worthy of praise. He is worthy of our adoration because you wouldn't even be standing here this morning if he didn't decide to create you. And so here at this house, we believe in bold, untamed faith. And that stands in our worship. We believe that we can come in and be undignified before the Father and he is gonna pour out because we pour out to him. I love that God does not want us to stay where we are, but he wants to take us to new levels. And today we are here only for one reason and one reason only, and it's because of him. So can you remind yourself of that right now? If you maybe have those walls up because you're worried about the left and the right, just tell him right now, God, you're the reason we came. You're the reason we're here. Come on, remind yourself, say that out loud. God, you're the reason we came. No other reason, Father, but to worship you, but to give you praise. And in return, guess what? He comes and he pours out more and more and more. The more we give him, the more he saturates us because he knows, he knows what good it will do for you. The Father is a good Father. And when we praise him, he wants you to praise him because he knows the benefit is gonna be for you this morning. So come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice up to him. Raise your hands up to him. We're just gonna begin into worship before we even start worship this morning. Get our spirits ready for what the Father has for us. So with your hands lifted high, just begin to lift your own voice to him. If you speak in, in the language of tongues, just begin to lift that up this morning, kid.
don't know if you're standing in a place of fear this morning. I feel this so strong. Last night, my son, he was terrified to go in the basement because there was a storm happening, and it was loud, and it was dark in the basement, and he came upstairs, and he was like, Mom, it's spooky down there. And I was like, dude, it's not spooky. You're fine. It's just a little storm. And he was so afraid. And so I said to him, I was like, dude, why don't you take Jesus with you? And this is the childlike faith we need. And he looked right at me and he said, la, mom. So he reached his hand up and he grabbed on to Jesus's hand. What did he do? He walked right down into the basement and he came right back up and he sees, he said, mom, see me and Jesus. And I don't know where you are this morning, but you gotta let those walls come down. You gotta stand in the faith of the father. And, and let him hold your hand this morning and let those walls come down because there's nothing to fear because the Lord is always right there with you. We need to have that childlike faith to stand and say, no, God, you're always with me. And guess what? Nobody else is in the room with you right now but Jesus. It's just you and him. Last night, it was spooky before God was there with Anchor and it was just him and Jesus in that basement. And so this morning, can we symbolically right now just raise our hands to God and hold on to his hand because today in worship, I believe that there's gonna be some things that are released. It's already started. A wall has already come down. I could feel it falling as we were worshiping and praising and speaking in tongues. And so this morning, God, we symbolically hold on to your hand and say, lead us and guide us in this next moments with you, Jesus, because it's only you and me here, God. Nobody else around me, God. I pray that you would just absolutely saturate us, saturate this place, God, and allow us to be standing in the throne room with just you and me, God. I wanna be just with you, God, just with you, God, with only you and my focus. So this morning, God, we give you every bit. Every bit is yours, God, as we hold your hand, God, and you lead us. I pray that this morning there would be things that would fall off in worship, God, and continue through the whole day. God, we love you. We love you. Just begin to say you love him this morning and allow him to just to rip those things down. And like we've been saying, these altars are open, not because you need something, but because you want to get more from the Father this morning. So if you wanna come down, we encourage you to worship at these altars, to let the Father just saturate you in a place where you can just be free to be whatever you need to be in front of the Father because it doesn't matter because he's so good. He's gonna meet you there. So let's worship today, you guys. Let's get excited for what God is gonna do.
Come on, we sing this out together and sing fire fall. Fire fall, wind come blow. We're ready for more, ready for more. Break down the walls, push back the doors. We're ready for more. We sing fire fall. Fire fall, wind come blow. We're ready. Back the doors, we're ready for more. We sing fire for fire for wind come below. We're ready for more, ready for more. Break down the walls, push back the doors. We're ready for more, ready for more. Fire for wind come below.
Are you thankful for that this morning? Yes, we are. Oh, God. 
And by your scars, my sin erased, I'm innocent. Your blood covers me. I am washed by the blood of the Lamb. He makes me clean. I am washed by the blood of the Lamb. And by your stripes, I'm closer than I've ever been. Yes, I am. Glory to the Lord on high. There is no one like you. No one stands beside. Hear my song of praise will rise to my chance. sing glory to God. Glory to the Lord on high. He sits upon the throne. There's no one like you. Let your praises rise. Hear my song of praise will rise to my champion. My as white as snow it cleanses it washes over the blood of the lamb that was spilled to pay the price for our sins oh and we're so grateful for you we're so thankful for your blood the blood of the lamb 
washes over me. It washes over my mind. Washes over my spirit. This is re- 
revival. This is revival. Sound the alarm, fan the flame, river us through, never the same. This is revival. This is revival.
and past the war there is peace like an anchor and joy like water beneath the noise and past the war there is peace like an anchor and joy like water beneath the noise and the news and past the war there is peace like an anchor and joy like water beneath the noise and past the war there is peace like an anchor yeah and joy like water come on you sing beneath the noise and past the war there is peace like an anchor and joy right there. Sam, you're supposed to play the drums and only the drums. Isaiah had this, <laughs> this vision from God this morning about us charging into war as Sam was playing those drums really like on the front of the battle lines. And as I was kneeling down at the altar, God gave me that very same vision as we were singing this song and Sam was playing. And so I believe we're supposed to end this out with a shout of praise beginning and staying in this moment. Sam's going to play the drums and let it get your spirit rose up. Sam, just keep
keep playing those drums. We're just gonna sit in this moment and I want you to begin to shout it out. We're gonna shout like we're entering the battle lines. I believe God did not give us that sight for no reason this morning because we're charging in to what he has for us this morning. And so he's just gonna keep playing. Come on, Sammy. We're just gonna just begin to charge in your spirit. Let's begin to shout like we're walking down the battle line because guess what? We win the war. It's already in the word of God that we won. We are victorious. And so today he's reminding his people that you've already
God, we thank you for meeting us here this morning. We thank you, God, that you spoke directly to your children's heart this morning, God. We pray that you would continue breaking down those walls, God, as we continue moving into the next steps of what you have for us this morning, Jesus. We are your children, we're anticipating all that you have for us. Can you just thank him right now for where he met you this morning in worship? God, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, that you meet us. Shed out. morning church my name is ryan i am the technical director here at the power place and it is so good to see you this morning hey if you're new here and this is your first time we actually have a gift for you and we want to make sure you get it so fill out that green new here card in the seat back in front of you drop it off at the connection bar and you'll be sure to get it young adults our next event is friday march 25th at 7 p.m for all the details grab one of the cards at the connection bar for all the information and lastly, we have an opportunity to give this morning. You can give several ways. You can give at the boxes on the sanctuary door exits. You can give by mail on the church website, the church center app, or you can text to give any amount to 84321. Well, that's it for announcements this morning. Let's give a big power place welcome to Pastor Isaiah as he shares with us week three of our series, Fresh Fruit. Good morning. How are we? Ooh, man. Ooh, his presence is so thick. Thank you, Lucas. Give it up for my beautiful assistant. Six five, fit as a fiddle. Legs like a gazelle. My name is Isaiah. Uh, I'm the executive pastor here at The Power Place. And uh, The Power Place exists to help people encounter his presence daily, to be empowered by his spirit and his word so that you can engage with your world. It's, it's why we exist here at The Power Place. We're here to further his kingdom here on earth. We're here not to make people happy, but him happy. 
That's why the service revolves around him. I had such a, a moment with him this morning, and I felt like there, there was like this resistance to being free. And, and so I started praying, Lord, what is this resistance to being free in your presence? And he said, here's the problem with a lot of people in your congregation. Uh-oh. This is how we're opening this morning. I just, I had words with the Lord, so we're just gonna go here. He said, the problem with a lot of people in your congregation are, is the fact that they think they're free. And they think that they've tapped out on their freedom, and so they're comfortable with where they're at. And if you would talk to them face-to-face, they would say, you didn't see me, I was free. And I'm here to challenge you this morning and say, push past your comfort zone, because your comfort zone is weak. I ain't impressed with your comfort zone. He's not impressed with your comfort zone. Your comfort zone, you've got it way too, 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 too set up to be in your comfort. The power place doesn't exist to make you comfortable. The only reason we're here is because of him. And in his presence, everything gets exposed. And if it's not getting exposed, you're hiding it. So in a place of not being able to become free in his presence, just consider yourself hidden in his presence. You see, the thing that that I wanna push us as a church to do is to get out. To, To me, it's not about the number of people that come to this house. It will probably dwindle with the comfort zones that we're getting ready to break. (laughs) Because here's the thing. I'm not worried about you being comfortable when you come into the house because he wasn't comfortable hanging on the cross for you. So how dare I worry about you? I'm not worried about you. I'm only worried about him. And his presence is the only thing that matters, not you and not me. The moment that we matter is the moment that we've taken him out of the position that he's in. God over everything. He's the God over everything. No, he's not just the God that matters when you're financially poor. He's not the God that only matters when you have a sickness in your family that can't be healed by a doctor. Some of you trust the COVID vaccine and a mask more than you do God. And that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. You're on booster number four, and you're like, oh, man, I trust this thing. No. No. You need to trust in him more than you do the things of this world. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you this morning, God has put such a fire underneath this house, not to please man. Not to please man. What do you stand for as a church? We stand for the Bible and everything in the Bible. And if the Bible says it, it means it, and we do it. That's, that's, that's what we stand on here at the power place. And so we stand on his word. If you're new with us this morning, I would normally apologize for making you feel uncomfortable. Welcome to the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the madness. Yo, we're making his name more famous and we're seeing things happen on the way. That's how it happens. You're, you're, it's hard to find a seat in the house this morning. Why? Because his presence is so tangible. All we wanna do is be near him. So there's more of us gathering. That's why we're praying the next space into existence so we can expand more. Why? Because 2022 is the year of expansion in all areas, not just territory. But I'm talking expanding in your spiritual depth, expanding in your spiritual width, expanding in your spiritual language. Man, you, you, you should get on board with speaking in tongues. Heck yes. Forget learning how to speak another language. Learn how to speak that language. 
Straight up, straight up, get rid of the app or actually add the app because you're gonna need the app for speaking in Spanish. You just need to drive into your word to get the other language. <laughs> A lot of us will spend years diving into other things when we should be focused on the word. There was a, 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 my third cousin removed seventh, I don't know how he's related to me, but I love him, Brendan. And his dad was a missionary and went to a Buddhist school because he felt called to go in and change the Buddhist colony. He came here, okay, he came here, he preached. And, and he went in and without knowing how to speak their language, aced the test in their language. Still to this day, he's like, I don't know how I did it. I just wrote down random things in their language, and I passed. I aced the test. Why? Because God will give you what you need in the moments that you need it most. Amen. First uh, Thessalonians 5.19, it says, do not quench the spirit. This is why in this house, you'll feel there's a flowing in his presence because we are against quenching his spirit. When he moves, we move with him. We flow with him. We walk with him. We talk with him. We let his presence move, and we just kind of go along with it. That's why we organize everything, and we say, Lord, we give you the room. We give you the service. We give you ourselves. If you want to demolish it, go ahead. Like you just said this last week, I know I'm trying to get it in your brain so that you understand how important his presence is here. I want you to understand that this church is not built around people. This church is built around his presence, and then people feel important. It's funny how when you draw into his presence, all of a sudden you find your worth. You don't find your worth in, in serving. You don't find your worth in all of these things. You find your worth in his presence. The reason you serve is because it's biblical to join the house. The, the reason you tithe is because it's biblical to give to the house so that you don't rob God. Those are biblical reasons. The reasons you come into his presence is to find you. Because without his presence, we don't have a purpose. I want to talk to you this morning. We're, we're, we're going on and continue on fresh fruit. Everybody say fresh fruit. fresh fruit. Now, Luke did a fantastic job of breaking down miracles. He did a great job. Can we give it to him uh, once, once more? Just give it up for Luke. Gazelle leg, Luke. I was supposed to hit on signs last week. I never mentioned the word signs. I got done. I called my dad. He was like, I thought you were supposed to talk about signs. I was like, well, I was. God had a different plan. And he was like, you know, you say that every time. <laughs> it's accurate. Anyways, I was supposed to talk about signs. Anybody ever seen a sign? You ever seen a sign by God? You ever, you ever had a sign by God and it's like, wow, that's a sign. You ever had that moment? You gotta run to the bathroom real quick because you just saw a sign, like it was that moment, like a sign, a sign from heaven. You ever had a sign? Signs are amazing when they come from God. It's like, it's like staples in your faith. Signs are like staples in your faith. Some of you need to go back over the history of your walk with God and before and look at the signs that God gave you and write them down. Because a lot of you are sitting here this morning and you've forgotten what he's done for you. And so you're living in today, forgetting what he did yesterday, so you're not looking forward to tomorrow. But if you look back at the staples 
that have held you together, you would be reminded of why you are going to where you're going, why you're headed in that direction, saying, Lord, I, I believe because I've seen. And that's what we always say here. We have seen too much to doubt. I've seen too much over my 35 years uh, of serving God to doubt. I've seen too much. You could sit here, try to talk me out of it. You can sit here and try to, try to you know, you know, sway my vote. You have no chance against the facts that I've seen. In 1 Corinthians 14, 2, it says, For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. I like that. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. I'm kind of done talking to man. I just want to talk to God. Here's the thing. You can, by speaking in tongues, have a direct attachment to him and speak in his language. Ooh, some people just got uncomfortable, and I like it. Some of you in the room this morning, you've been fighting this. I'm telling you, this is, this is so crazy because I've been, I've been prepping for this sermon all week. And last night, I was spending my last moments before I retired to my room uh, looking over my notes. And God was like, go here. I was like, but it wasn't planned. And I don't want my dad to say anything else. <laughs> and he's like, go here. See, some of you want more power in his presence. Some of you want to go further, but you're not willing to take the entire word. And when you don't take the entire word, you leave out attachments. And when you leave out attachments, you don't have all that comes along with it. So what you're taking home is the base model. I don't know about you, but I have had base models before, and they're just not as flashy or fun because they don't have as many buttons. They seem to not go as fast. I want to push a button and the DVD screen goes up. That's so fun. Why? Because there are, there's more attachments, more things to break, I've been told. That's fine. I want, I, want, I want it all. Give it, give it to me all. I want, I, want, I want the fully loaded version. Give me the fully loaded version, and I also want the extra sport package, please. I want to go through my steering wheel settings and select sport mode. The EcoBoost uh, Eco button, the, little, the one that takes away like all your power, we just duct tape that. Never gets pushed. It's a bad button. If you push it, bad things happen. So we just duct tape that one because nobody wants that. Gas prices, we have faith. God will fill it. <laughs> so, so you want all the options. But for a lot of us, we want all the options here on earth. We don't want all the options in heaven. And the problem is we're willing to take base model street to heaven 
And God's like, I've got so much more for you. Why will you not tap into it? Why will you not tap into it? Why are you okay with driving the, the, the lamest car on the street? Why are you okay with that? Why are you okay with entering into heaven with a little Saturn view? There ain't no point. Deleted. Canceled. I'm not okay with that. I don't want to go into heaven and be like, wow, you just made it. Good job. Oh, whoa, you even have a donut on there? Man, spare tire and all. No, I'm not going to be the guy that's getting crippled, you know, barely making it over the line, trying to get into heaven, being like, look, Lord, I made it. No, 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 no. I'm going to be rolling up. Six-inch lift, you know, 37, squatted under, little black smoke coming out the top, being like, I'm here. Train horns installed. Wah. Dude, why not? Because we can. A lot of you have tapped out early, and I'm sick of it. Don't tap out early. Go all in. You can have the upgrades. You get access to the upgrades. Fresh fruit is yours for the taking. Take it. You can have it. You get access to all of it. Stop going and saying, now what's your cheapest one on the lot? Trying to save money. It's hard times, you know. Stop. The word of God is yours. Take the whole thing. Stop taking just little nuggets and be like, oh, I really need this first today. I'm going through it. No, start to speak in power and might, knowing that the God above wants to give it to you, and he wants to give all of it to you. You don't got to live on a little nugget. You get to live on the whole word. The whole word. The whole word. So I want to talk to you this morning about finding the purpose behind your passion. Finding the purpose behind your passion. If you've noticed, if you haven't noticed, I'm worried for you. Please open your eyes. But if you have noticed, Pastor Greg and Christy have been out of town uh, for the last couple weeks. They've been in Kansas with uh, my father's mother who just passed this last, this last week. And uh, so they've been kind of preparing things and getting ready and hanging out uh, down there with family, kind of uh, being a part of the whole experience. And, and uh, so now they're planning the funeral. And so they'll be back. So please say a prayer for Pastor Greg and Christy as they're walking through this. I'll be flying out tomorrow to head to Kansas and, and kind of do the whole thing with them. And, uh, uh, but I can tell you this. My grandma was definitely stubborn because she held on for a long time. But she is running around here on earth the last week of her life. She didn't open her eyes, nothing. She just laid in her bed. I can tell you today she's running around with a brand new body. Yep. Yep. She's running around with a brand new body, a brand new brain. She can actually think. She had dementia. She didn't know who anybody was except for me. Um, and, and here's the thing. Here on earth, she became almost useless to this world. She was bound to a bed, really couldn't think that much for herself, didn't know who anybody was. She became useless here on earth, and God said, there you go, time's up, you're coming up. To and when she got there, guess what? The gates opened up, she rolled in in her diesel power truck, I'm just saying, and as she rolled across the street, as she rolled across that gate, as she rolled into heaven, this is what she did. Brand new body, she probably took off running on those golden streets. Why? Because she had a purpose here on earth. 
and her purpose here on earth was not tainted by the world, but it was led by him. And so she got the victory of crossing over into heaven's gates. Amen. It's, it's worth pushing here on earth. Well, I've been tempted a lot. I know. It's the temptations of the world. It's in the Bible. You will be tempted. It's what you do with the temptation that matters. Are you shutting it down? Are you removing it? Are you setting up barriers and parameters to keep you safe from it again? If you're not, you will continue to repeat old habits. And the fresh fruit that you think is growing will continue to die off. And every time you think you're getting a new bud, it will be cut off. Over and over and over again. You'll go through a season. Lord, I give you everything. You'll see a new bud growing. You'll be like, I'm going to have it all. Repeat temptation. Done. Oh, I feel this so strong in my spirit this morning. There are so many of you that have been watching and you've gone through this season over and over again. And this is why you're content in sitting in worship because you think you're okay. Because you've got your life right. I'm telling you right now, you see bud growth, stay. Stay in his word. Stay. Stay focused on his Stop getting distracted after a good week in church. You come, you get your life right. You're like, man, I laid it all down today. It feels great. Come Tuesday because you gave them all of Monday. Come Tuesday, you're right back in the old ways. And all that fresh fruit that you were growing and taking care of for 48 hours is now done. And that's why you're crawling back into church five days later, wanting that new bud again. And then God gives it to you again because that's how good he is. Man, sometimes when I'm disciplining my kids, I'm like, Lord, give me the same patience you have because I need it. Lord. Why? Because we're human and we need him because the way that he works is by grace. Oh, I wish I had half the grace that he has. We all have a purpose, whether we know it or not. The question is, do we have passion behind our purpose? When the power of God takes over, your purpose all of a sudden has power. In Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord. Meaning I don't come in here and work for you. I come in here as a mouthpiece for him. Meaning I don't have to impress you. I'm only here to impress him. Meaning... I don't have to make you comfortable if he is leading that way. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if he was comfortable on his way to the cross, dragging the cross. I wonder if he was comfortable the moment the nails went through his hands or through his feet. I wonder if he was comfortable in the moment that they lifted him into the upright position. I wonder if he was comfortable when they were 
beating him. I wonder if he was comfortable when they were shoving the crown over his head. I wonder if he was comfortable. I think I would start asking a new question, not, oh, I think I pushed myself a little bit today. I would say, am I uncomfortable today? Because if I'm not pushing myself past my comfort zone, how do I expect to get that? You see, from the blood pouring from his body, we got that. Yeah. I heard uh, Heather Schott say this last week, all noise does not carry authority. And it resonated so heavy in my spirit. I was listening to a, uh, her podcast as I was walking around Kennet praying for Kennet. And, and as I was praying for Kennet, she said that line, and I was standing at a light waiting to cross the street. And I, I saw all the like hustle and bustle downtown. And, uh, and when she said that, I pushed pause immediately, and I was like, Lord, I see that. Because we always talk at the power place about being loud. But all noise doesn't carry authority. It's funny because when you get to a certain age, you have to turn the volume down to see better. Right? It's like, stop, I can't see anything. All noise doesn't carry authority. My son Roman is one of the loudest children around. Literally just all day, he just loves to, to be loud. Like, loud, anything loud. He, I mean, he'll literally just walk down the stairs and be like, I was like, what was that for? He's like, hmm. And then he just, he just runs off. I love it. It's fantastic. But there's no authority with that screen. We get authority from him and him alone. And so when we do a war cry, when we do a war cry, when we fight through, when, when you know, Allie's leading us, hey, let's, let's shout, we're on the front lines, you know, whatever, we're, we're marching. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might come from a place of not knowing authority. You might come from a place of never tapping into spiritual authority. You might come from a place or a household of weak faith. So when you hear the sound saying, hey, let's drive in, let's get loud, you're like, yes, you're adding noise. Sure, you're adding noise, but are you breaking anything with your noise? Or is it just filling the empty spaces? I then removed myself and walked from downtown Kennett up to the parking garage. And I started walking up the flights of stairs. And as I walked up the flight of stairs, every time I got to a window, I could see a little more. And every time I'd look out another level, there's, there's three or four levels. I think there's three. Every time I got to another level, I could see a little more. And then once I got to the top level, there was another area for me to be able to walk up. Once I walked up, I could see over the rooftops and out over the city. And I felt God speak to me. So he said, this is, down there is the hustle and bustle and confusion and chaos. 
Up here, you feel my presence because you're removed from it. I want to do this down there. And I was like, okay. Because, and you've heard me say it a million times over, I want my ear to be tuned into his presence even with music going on in a dance party at a wedding or whatever and just be like, whoa, what did you say, Lord? Even in the middle of the chaos, even in the middle of COVID, even in the middle of the crazy, even in the middle of the world literally going nutty, even in the middle of, of making uh, uh, you know, the greatest women of America that are really men uh, celebrating that, that's not okay. Even in the midst of chaos, having a clear mind to be able to look through and say, something ain't right here. And guess what? The world's gonna continue to get worse. So teach and train your children now. Because they're gonna come home with questions and you better have answers. And if they're not Bible answers, they're confusing answers. And if parents are confused, children are confused. Because if your parents don't know it, then why should you know it? Everybody else is doing it. Why can't I? It's funny, uh, uh, you know, like nowadays, it's very normal for uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and please don't like cop at me because this is true facts because this happens everywhere. I've seen it everywhere. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve-year-olds walk around with cell phones. What? Wait, 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 what? Well, so they can call me. Yeah, there's a cell phone out there that has like a, a one, two, three, four, and you just hit the one to call mom, the two to call dad, the three to call grandma, and the four to call grandpa. That's the only phone those children should have. Why? Because there's attachments in the phone. Oh, you guys, I'm gonna go on a rant here. You're gonna get me. I'm telling you, you oh, I just don't know where I lost them. I do, AT&T and Verizon. They got so much data, it's coming out their ears. Yeah, we got the full data plan, man. They can just go roaming whenever they want. That's the problem. They just sitting on there, oh yeah, this is great. Look at all the access to the world. And we're handing it to them. You might as well go out and get out the Ouija board and give that to them too. Why not? You already opened them up to everything anyways. Oh, you don't want to start me. I'm telling you, how do you have such good kids? Because I parent like the Bible. We protect. We push off what the enemy wants to bring in. Yeah, you look a little weird. I've become okay with that from birth. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Why? Because I'm not here for you. I'm here for him. And I don't care what you think. I only care about my end day at the gate when I get there saying, come on, family. I let us here. We're okay. We're going to do this together. And everybody else that wants to follow, let's go. But if you want to buy your child a cell phone, don't come to me for counseling when they're 18. I don't want to hear it. You, you applied it. I'm telling you the truth. Church, you got to hear me. You're giving them windows into the world that they should not have access to. Shut it down. Amen. That was my little rant. In 1 Samuel 14, you want to see signs? You want to see wonders? 
You wanna see the things of God? You gotta start being obedient. I wanna, I wanna read to you about Jonathan because I love this story. This story has stood out ever since my dad taught it as I was a little kid going from church to church, traveling full-time in ministry. And my dad would teach this story and it would, it would resonate down in my spirit because I'm like, what? What is it about his obedience? Check this out, chapter 14, verse one. It says, one day Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his young armor bearer, never named, just armor bearer. Some of you, you hate it when your name doesn't get mentioned. He's in here as just the armor bearer. Come, let's go over to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying on the outskirts of Gibeah under a pomegranate tree in Migron. With him were about 600 men among whom was Ahijah, who was wearing an ephod. He was a son of Ichabod's brother, Ahitub, son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh. No one was aware that Jonathan had left. On each side of the pass that Jonathan intended to cross to reach the Philistine outpost was a cliff. One was called Bozes and the other Sene, Sina. One cliff stood to the north uh, toward Michmash, the other toward the south, toward Gabeth. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Do all that you have in mind, his armor bearer said. Go ahead, I am with you, heart and soul. Jonathan said, come on, then we will cross over toward them and let them see us. Great idea. If they say to us, wait here until we come to you, we will stay where we are and not go up to them. But if they say, come up to us, we will climb up because that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. What a dumb plan. That's a dumb plan. It's such a dumb plan, it must be a God plan. It's so, it's so idiotic that it must be God leading Jonathan because no one in their right minds, a lot of people ask me, how do you know it's God speaking? And I say, well, you're not that smart, number one, because anytime it's been God, he's trumped my thoughts. Anytime I have a brilliant thought, I know it's not me because I ain't brilliant. That's the number one way to know. You feel a peace about moving forward? It must be God. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistine outpost. I wonder how they did it. It's like, hey, up there. No, 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 we're just cliff climbers. I don't know, I don't know how they did it. Look, said the Philistines, the Hebrews are calling out of the holes they were hiding in. The men of the outpost shouted to Jonathan and his armor bearer, come up to us and we'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> so Jonathan said to his armor bearer, climb up after me, the Lord has given them into our hands. <laughs> into the hand of Israel. <laughs> what? This is not a good plan. He looks at his armor bearer, he's like, look, there's more up there, come on, let's go, it's just me and you, man, we got this. You know his armor bearer was like, in the back of his mind, like, dude, this guy better be like hearing from the Lord, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, what the living heck. So he, you know, he, he's attached to Jonathan by, by, by knowing who Jonathan is. See, I love following people that I know are attached to his presence. And this is how you know they're attached to his presence. They have fresh fruit. It says in the Bible, they will know you by your fruit. 
So if I'm walking along with you and I'm, I'm, I'm getting a taste of some good fruit, automatically I know if you say, hey, look, man, there's a lot of guys up there. Let's go beat them up. I'm gonna say, wait, so wait, so wait, so wait, what, you? Nope. If I haven't tasted any fruit, I ain't following you up. But Jonathan Jarmabear was like, I've tasted something. As we've been walking, I could feel your authority. You walk with an authority that the world doesn't walk in. You walk in an authority that, that, that literally as you walk, things happen. I'll go with you. Check this out. Jonathan climbed up using his hands and feet and his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer followed and killed behind him. In that first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men in an area of about an acre. Dude, if I knew that I had God on my side, I'd just be picking up sticks and stones and just be like, shoom, 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 shoom. Just like, oh gosh. Like, 20 guys to two? I love that Jonathan said, follow me. He didn't say, hey, you're my armor bearer, so get in front. Because he very well could have. Hey, listen, you carry an armor. I want you right here in front of me. You hold that shield out front, and then I'll come behind you, and I'll just like on either side. No, he was like, follow me as I follow Christ and we'll demolish the enemy. And this is a lot of you guys, this, this, is, this is a lot of problem right here in the church because we wanna go wherever somebody else has already been. No, 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 no. We're taking over the enemy's camp. Notice it's not a kingdom, it's a camp. Why? Because camping is sweaty and yucky and, and you smell when you leave because that's the devil. He's just disgusting. No, 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 no. No, 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 it's, it's, it's the Lord's kingdom, okay? And, 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 and the devil, it's not even the devil's glamping, okay? There's no trailers. This is camping, okay? We're just going into the camp. We're destroying the camp because it's the kingdom of heaven and eh. The devil's underneath my feet and as I walk, he crumbles. Why? Because my steps come with authority. That's why my voice carries authority. That's why when we speak, things crumble. That's why when we shout, things move. That's why, that's why we don't walk in and be like, oh, I sure hope something changes today. Sure hope something changes today. Because I could walk over my seven-year-old child like that and he'd be fine. No, 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 no. You're going to die underneath my foot today. And as I step, things break. As I walk, you fall and crumble, and the walls of his little camp start crumbling. That's why when I crest the hill over, and I say, are you ready? Because they're ready, and that's the sign that God gave me was to go forth and to take out them. So are you ready? I'm ready with you, heart and soul. You won't lose me at the top. Don't worry about turning around and making sure I'm here. I'm in here until the end. And they crest the hill, and Jonathan and his armor bearer go and take out 20-some men with the power of God and only because of the authority set by him.
we just take a moment. I just feel like his presence literally just fell in the room like in a crazy way. Just take a moment. Just close yourself in with him. He's speaking to someone. I'm just going to let him speak. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what was going through Jonathan's mind as he was getting ready to crest over the hill. I wonder if there was any kind of human battle going on in his spirit saying, I don't know if you should go. Not sure you have a chance. Did you see the size of your armor bearer? Like, like, I wonder if any of these thoughts went through his mind. What if? But then, but then I have another thought. If Jonathan knew what I know, even in my dying, I gain. So it's better to be obedient like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego than to cave to peer pressure and be like, I don't know. And I wonder, I wonder if that's the same place that the armor bearer came from because he hung out with Jonathan so much that he saw the fact that if I die, I gain. If I live, I gain. <laughs> Doesn't matter either way. So I'm with you heart and soul because even if we get taken out in this thing, we're going to a better place. I wonder if that was our mentality now in 2022, what would happen? Because I'm pretty sure just all the comforts of the world, you know, the, the new cars are coming out with like massagers in their seats, like everybody's comfortable, it's fantastic. But I wonder if we've now like worked ourselves into such a comfort zone that if God called us to go up and take out the enemy, I wonder if we would even hear his voice or if we've clouded that out with comfort. Maybe some of you have been coming here for years and you're, you're like, Zay, you're, you're reaching a new awkward level and a new weird level. I would say thank you for that. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. Because like literally I've strived to be as weird as possible in his presence. Because for some reason when I look over the Bible and men of God over the past, the weird ones are the ones that got stuff done. <laughs> Dude, straight up. The weirder, the better, as long as it stays in the parameter of the Bible. 
I remember the first time seeing a, a sermon by Kenneth Hagin. I had watched a whole bunch of sermons, but I hadn't seen this one yet. And when I turned it on and I watched it, he got hit with the power of, of the Holy Spirit so much that he could hardly stand. So they brought him up a seat and he sat there. And maybe some of you have seen this sermon. It's on YouTube if you're interested. He, he starts to speak in tongues. And literally for a half an hour just sits in his presence speaking in tongues. Almost as if the crowd doesn't exist. And I'm sitting there on YouTube and I'm watching him connect to the Father in such a way and I'm, my mind is boggling and I'm like, Lord, I want that. Like, that's what I want. If you strive for more of him, the weird factor doesn't matter. Because all we want is him. When his presence comes into the room, you can feel, you can feel it. It's an immediate like, whoa. Oh, what is that? That that feels really good and really weird. At the same time, whoa, hey. Because it's like waves. And then another one. Waves of his presence. Waves of his presence over and over again. Well, I don't know. We'll, I'll, I'll try this church out for a year. We'll see where you're at at the end of the year. <laughs> so that's great. That's a great thought. I'm trying it out too. <laughs> I'm not promised here next week. God could call me tomorrow to go somewhere else, and I would. I'm not attached to a thing, a place, or a person other than Brittany. Whoa, 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 that was, whoa, you went too far. I'm not attached to anything. I grew up in a home where we literally uprooted three times. We're not attached to anything. So the moment that you get into a comfort zone and be like, ah, we'll be here forever, so we'll just, 10-year goal, let's do a 10-year goal. No, 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 let's do a next week goal. How do we change everything by next week? Why is that not okay? When we, um, we're, we're, we're sitting down thinking about the school, you know, like, oh, maybe, you know, 2029. No, we're not saying that. We're saying, how do we do it this year? How do we get it into the parameter of 2022? Why? Because we're not promised forever. So why are we trying to prolong this thing that God's called us to do? Well, how do you raise a, a, faith, a faith-filled church? I don't know, let's do it week by week, but let's change everything if we have to. If we're getting into a spot of comfort and we're not seeing this, let's change it up. If the only this you're seeing is through the staff, that's a problem. Well, I love coming here because you guys are so inspiring and every time I get around you, I taste fresh fruit. I know because we're driving into daily encounters with him. Literally, daily encounters with him, resting in his presence on our knees. Saying, Lord, whatever you want, do it in us and do it through us. We're not promised next week, so we're going to do it today. I'm not worried about driving in next week. I'm worried about today. So I'm going to have a daily encounter today. Today. And Lord, whatever you want from me, speak to me today so I can do it tomorrow. If I've got a bad habit that I've created that you need to break, break it today so that I can be new tomorrow. If I've been some kind of way to some person, Lord, reveal it to me today if I don't know it so that I can change it tomorrow. I don't got a six-month plan of trying to figure everything out. No, it's God leading, guide me daily. 
and through my daily encounters, show up. Show up. Show up. Show up. My dog Wilbur now is driving me nuts because in the morning I go downstairs to work out and he comes down with me. But when I'm speaking in tongues, he thinks it's a game. <laughs> and he started to bite me. And I'm literally looking at him like, you're interrupting the spirit. I got on him this week. I was like grabbing his face. I'm like, I am not talking to you. You know, down. It's funny. It's funny because, I mean, he's an idiot. I mean, he's literally attacking me as I'm speaking in tongues. But a lot of you have those distractions on a daily basis. You haven't taken care of them. And so you're letting that distraction pull you from his presence. And you don't spend time on your knees anymore because you're too busy. And you don't spend time in his word anymore because you're too busy. Problem is your life is chaos and ain't no fruit growing. So you've got a fruitless life that you're just running around with mass chaos. And every time you come into his presence, all you need is, I just need you. I need to be saved rather than being like, Lord, today's about you. You're coming in with a receiving mentality. I need more, Lord. I just need you, Lord. Show up or I'm going to die. Rather than, Lord, this church is about you, your presence. All we want is you. And through that, I get healed. And then when I get in my daily encounter on Monday, his presence is still there from Sunday. And it's just a bleed over moment from Sunday to Monday. And now I'm in my word and God's still speaking. What? You're kidding me. He speaks on a Monday? Yes, he does. He speaks on a Monday. And then you carry that over into your encounter on Tuesday. Why? Because you're bringing your fruit with you. You get to bring your fruit. Grab your pineapples. It's eating season. We're going to eat. We're going to eat. We just had our first pineapple two weeks ago. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. I don't eat them over the winter. I eat them now. We're eating pineapples like they're going out of business. We're just cutting up. Why? Because fresh fruit tastes so good. You put it in the fridge. You let it get chilly. You get the pineapple juice running down the side of your mouth. It's so good. And then I'm like, you got to taste this. Taste what I'm tasting. Shoving it in my children's mouths. I'm like, taste it. It's so good. Because when you have fresh fruit, you can't help but to share it. It's got to be shared. Oh, then you peel back a banana, praying to the good Lord that he doesn't have a brown spot on that banana that you've chosen. And it's perfect, it's perfect. The ripeness is perfect. It's not too hard, it's not too soft, it's perfect. I'm like, Lord, this is fresh fruit. This is fruit that I want to eat. Oh, and you pick up that apple and you look at it and you're like, there's not a brown spot on it. This is good. Can you imagine every time you go to your pantry and you pull out fresh fruit and it looked like that every single time, wouldn't you want to eat more of it? Oh. Uh, don't even start me. I'm going to get on a soapbox. I'm telling you. Some of you thought I was already on a soapbox. You, you, you just fooled yourself. You fooled yourself. You thought it's 11.05. We're getting out of here saying, no, we ain't. <laughs> Change of plans. I ain't worried about it. Here's the thing. When you walk around with fresh fruit in your pockets and fresh fruit in your car and fresh fruit in your house and fresh fruit in your bathroom, you got fresh fruit coming out your ears. 
And what do you wanna do? You wanna share it with everyone. And then your mentality changes. Now you don't come uh, with a consumer mentality being like, I better guard my fruit because I don't wanna lose it. What if we eat all this? What are we gonna do next week? Nah, dude. You've got a giving mentality. Why? Because you've been in his presence. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're just, uh, just basking in his presence. And he's like, here, here's, here's more bananas. You're like, Lord, I don't have any more room. What do you want? I said, build bigger barns. Yeah, but I didn't have time, so give it away. <laughs> what if we had this mentality? We're like, hey, you need a banana. Oh, pineapple, here, take it. I got no more room, I'm done. What if you were out in the front of your neighbor, you're like, hey, everybody, I got fresh fruit. Come. Get it? It's all yours for the taking. Pull out your little wagon. <laughs> Put it at the end of the thing, free. <laughs> you don't want any money? I don't need it. I got it growing out my ears inside. You should see it. You got more fruit than you know what to do with. Oh, man. Think about the story of Esther. Anybody ever read the story of Esther? So good. Oh, my word. So good. Esther, she fasted for three days and changed the nation. She fasted for three. I was gonna go, and, 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 but I don't need to go here. If you, wanna, if you wanna look into the story of Esther, I want you to look into the story of Esther. So good. She, she, she changed a nation with a three-day fast. Why? Obedience. Well, working for the Lord is, is really hard work. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. It's called Obedience. That's why the armor bearer looked at Jonathan and said, wherever you go, I'm going. Heart and soul, I'm in. Obedience. It's that coming under authority so that you gain authority. Ooh, somebody needs to write that down because you've been trying to trump your boss at your work for a long time. And God's like, you haven't submitted to authority. How dare you think I'm going to give you authority? Mm. God will do what he needs to do in the moment that he needs to do it. We just be obedient. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Oh, you got to say it with more authority than that. Say, neighbor. Yeah, that's it. That was beautiful. That was fantastic. Say, you better be obedient. You better be obedient. Why? Because obedience is key to change. It's key. That's why we've opened up these altars for worship. Honestly, and this, this, this is something, as you see, it's for me, I just wanna, I just wanna get close. I'm, I'm praying that someday the altars will be filled during, during worship, but I'm just waiting for your comfort zones to be wrecked. And they will be, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great if I'm still here. I really would like to see it next week is what I'm saying because <laughs> I'm not promised tomorrow, but man, if I'm here next week, I would love to see it. It'd be great. Can I just push you as a church? Stop caring. See, here's the thing. Fresh fruit comes at a cost. Fresh fruit comes at a cost. You lose everything, you gain it all. You gotta lose everything to gain it all. Lose your dignity, lose your worry, 
lose all the, 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 the clouding of, of, of life and, and the world, you lose all that, you get that. Period. And that's Bible. Lay down your life. Seek first the kingdom. And all of these things, after you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, after you seek him, all of these things will be added. Amen. Go ahead and stand with me, worship team. You can join me, please. Every hand in this place, just lift it up. I want you to take a couple big deep breaths. Just release. Release everything that's inside. Just breathe in his Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and just welcome Welcome him. Go ahead and give him your comfort. Lord, I give you my comfort. I give you my worry. I give you my anxious thought. Mm.
feel like there's someone in the room struggling with your lungs. Something going on with your lungs. If you're in the room and you're struggling with your lungs, I just want you to lift your hands to receive healing. God's working right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we speak healing, health, and wholeness in Jesus' name. Lungs, come back to full life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Maybe you're watching online. Receive it. Receive it. I have this, this pain right here at the bottom of your neck. You have a pain at the bottom of your neck. I'm not sure what it's related to, but I... Right now, in Jesus' name, we command pain to go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, go. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. This is how we're going to do it this morning. I'm going to do one call for salvation. And then we're going to do a double call. If you want to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and if, if, you're, if you've been walking in disobedience, not, not in your life, but not listening to the, to the call of God, okay? The obedience of walking forward out of obedience, following him, wherever he's leading. Not saying if you come forward, everybody's like, oh, they've been living in disobedience, okay? Get judgment out of your brain already. Because a lot of you just talked yourself out of being able to come forward. I'm helping you to understand, okay? Just, just help me up. I feel like this new uh, uh, revelation from God is to bring clarity to why we're coming forward, okay? So I just, I wanna help you to see. I wanna help you to, to understand because a lot of you will sit in your seats and be like, oh, didn't know that Jenny needed it. Hmm. And immediately, that's what you're taking home and your judgment comes from somewhere else. Um, so, so understand, this, this call is for, if you wanna step out in obedience, say, Lord, I want to listen to every word you're saying. I want to be like Jonathan and his armor bearer. When you say go, I'll go. I want to, I want to fall in line with obedience. Okay, that's one. Uh, but first we're going to do a salvation call. If you're in the house and you say, I, I, I need Jesus. I need Jesus to take over my heart, wash me clean. I, I, I need to invite him in. I, I've been running for years and I feel a pull to his presence this morning. If that's you and you want to give your life to God this morning, I want you to come right now. We're going to pray for you. Right now, if that's, if that's you, you want to step out of your seat and say, right now, that's, that's for me. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw near. I'm, I want to receive Jesus. If that's you, go ahead. Step out. I'm only going to take a second here. Anybody? Anybody you want to step out and say, listen, I'm giving him over. I'm giving, I'm giving my life over to him. Anybody? 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 I'm giving my life over. Anybody? Wait a few more seconds. Anybody? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Right here, Luke, Ashton, you guys here, uh, uh, my, some pastoral staff right here. We're gonna pray if you wanna be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Sorry, I just saw you. Any other pastoral staff? Uh, with the runner alley, there you go. Uh, 
you're going to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this is where I want you to come. If you want to act in obedience, then this is all for you, okay? But I want you to come get prayed for. If you're going to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then I want you to come be prayed for by a staff member. If you want to draw into obedience, right here, all of this is for you. I want you to move, church. We're going to move into a season of obedience, tuning our ears, saying, Lord, whatever you have for us, we're acting and obeying. We're stepping forward, we're stepping into, we're stepping into, we're stepping into, okay? We're stepping into obedience, we're stepping into obedience. We're stepping out of our comfort zone and we're stepping into obedience. We're stepping out of our comfort zone and we're stepping into obedience, okay? Listen, this is a new, this is a new. We're stepping out of ourselves and into obedience. We're stepping out of our minds and stepping into obedience. This is for you. If you're down here at the altar, I just want you to lift hands and go in, go to town. Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours, I'm all yours. I'm not worried about a, a thing around me. I don't got a care in the world. All I want is more of you. All I want is more of you. Start to drive in, church. Start to drive in. Worship band's gonna play. It's gonna be great. And you're gonna, you're gonna see God in a new way as he starts to speak to you, as he starts to reveal his voice to you in a new way. As you go like Jonathan, as you go like his armor bearer, as you go in obedience, as you step, as you walk, God's gonna start to pour out his spirit upon you. You're gonna feel, you're gonna feel the power of his presence fall on you this morning. Come on, start to drive in, church.
I felt so much freedom just for coming forward out of obedience. Ooh. God's like, I'm rewarding just for stepping out in obedience. They came forward to be obedient, and there's reward already following. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just feel like we're supposed to sing, uh, this is revival rain, because, because the song is prophetic because it's singing about now, not revival is coming. Revival is coming. Thank you, Lord, that revival is coming. No, 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 no. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. I want it today. I want it today. This is revival. We're in it. We're in it. We're, we're seeing his presence move. We're walking through it. So come on, we're going to sing it. And I want you to sing it as though you're out singing like, what about Bob? Out of the rain. Okay? Like, this is revival rain. As it washes over you, it eliminates what needs to be eliminated. It washes off what needs to be washed off. And we celebrate what needs to be celebrated. There is new life in his presence. Mm. And when his revival rain comes, ain't nothing can stand a chance. Come on, let's sing it out. Let's sing it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain down on Come on, us. church. Rain down on us. Is this is revival rain? Rain down on us. Rain down on us. Rain down on us. This is revival rain. Rain down on us. Rain. your rooftop of your house being peeled back 
and the storm we got last night that was beating the side of your house was now dumping in the roof. And God started filling every void in your life. Through revival rain, things started to be cured, healed, fixed. Mm. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. We receive you. We receive all of you. Every ounce of you. Pour out your spirit. Oh, Lord, fill us even more. We're not content. We're not content. If this is the, if, oh, if this is revival, Lord, we want more. Lord, we want more. God, we claim healing in the house. Lord, we claim fruit in the house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let it be done here in this place. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, and everybody said, Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, remember. As you go, remember your whole goal for today is to plan your encounter for tomorrow. Don't be content with this. Plan your encounter for tomorrow. Set your alarm a little early. Set an alarm for the middle of the day where you know you get a lunch break. Set up an encounter for tomorrow. You need an encounter tomorrow, okay? Come on, get out of here and go do God's work. Let's be Jesus with skin on. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week.